Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. That music means uh, Gary Spivey is on the phone right now, the world's most gifted psychic. He's here to answer your questions. Uh, let me ask Gary Spivey a question. Hey, Gary, how are you? Hey, good morning. How are, where are you this morning, Gary? Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in Florida today. Okay. Uh. Beautiful, is it on your beautiful big yacht down there? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that yacht, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like bigger than Diddy's yacht. It's mm-hmm. crazy. No, uh, not like that. Okay. <laughs> Gary, I had a dream yesterday. Tell me what this means. I had a dream okay. yesterday that was so weird that I woke up from my nap going, oh, this, I, I had to ask you about it. Okay. So, I get in my car to drive somewhere. And just because, you know, people do this, in my dream, I got in on the passenger side and I drove my car from the passenger side. Like you're so, British. So, I no, I had to reach across oh. and steer and put oh. my feet over. And I'm like, wow, this is super difficult. And I'm like <laughs> weaving all over the place. I'm going, God, I'll bet it's for, because I'm driving from the passenger side of the car. So, I finally am able to, I can't reach the brake pedal. So, I finally managed to reach the brake pedal. I come to a stop. And as I stop the car, the cop is tapping on my window and saying, get out of your car. And I said, I am not drunk. I just decided to drive my car from the passenger side So today. you're not drunk. That totally makes sense. Because yeah. in my dream, it was uh-huh. like, well, people do this. You know, sure. like, oh, I think I'll drive from the passenger side and reach across. Gary, the cop is like, no, you're drunk. And he has me blown to the breathalyzer, and it lit up like a Christmas tree. And I'm like, no, I swear, I'm not drunk. Can I tell you why you had this dream? You don't even need Gary Spivey I'm not for asking this. you, Steve. I'm asking Gary Spivey. But what do you think, Steve? I think you had this dream because we talked about this when we were at the State Fair on Saturday. Fallon said, you smell like booze. And Dave's like, what? And she's like, yeah, you smell like booze she right now. She said hot booze. You smell yeah. like hot booze. Gary, what does this dream mean anyway? Well, it's an association dream, and you really have associated it to things like somebody said you smelled like booze or or, or that kind of thing. Uh, but it looks like that you may have seen an article where they're developing these cars that drive themselves. Okay. I, I don't know if you've seen that or heard of that. I'm sure I have, yeah. And so, but anyway, that it seems like that you sort of associated and tangled up some thoughts in your head. Okay. And then there's a weird energy on the planet that's hitting the whole planet where everybody's having these insane kind of crazy dreams. Yeah. Where you when you wake up you go, What? Like yeah. that dream. And so but I think that's what that is. And so but this is sort of a normal thing. I've never had so many questions about dreams as I've had in the last two weeks. What does it mean when you dream your teeth are falling out? Because we get this one a lot. I've had this one. Lee Volsvik used to work your on the show. Teeth? Your teeth yeah. are falling out. They it fall was out. on an episode of Sopranos they, once. They too. either yeah, it's a common dream. They either crumble Ew. or they fall out. And, like, you'll try to put it back in its socket or something like that. And what does that mean, Gary? You've heard of that one before. Well, you know, I I was friends with a dream interpreter for many years. And so what happens, a lot of times you feel exposed, you know. And so it sort of means the same thing as if you have dreams that you're naked in public. I have that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so it feels like, oh, my God, I'm exposed, you know, for whatever that is. Okay, gotcha. That's what that is. All right. Um, uh, Go ahead, Steve. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, yeah, because I had the same... 
Sorry. I know we don't all get into dreams, but I've had a dream the last two nights where I've been using someone else's toothbrush in my dream. What? And it's always Fallon's dad. And oh I don't God, know. Are you serious? And <laughs> I going to get halitosis or gingivitis. And I always go to like write him a, 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 an apology note. And Fallon tells me his name is Roman, but then she spells it like in a really bizarre way. Yeah. So I'm just wondering. It's like, does that any- mean anything with me using uh, someone else's? Because I can taste it in my mouth, even though I know I didn't actually Aww. use it. I think this means you've ate too much pizza before you go. That's right. You still got to stop eating so yep. much pizza before you go to bed. Okay. Gary, here's one. This actually says this. It says, Gary, my stepmom is a B. <laughs> I know she abuses my dad that's disabled and is up to no good. Is she planning on taking his money and running away? So it's her stepmom who is abusing and uh, being mean to her disabled father. What is her deal, Gary? Should she be worried about the stepmom and her father? Well, when you ask the question, has she is she thinking of taking his money? Uh, I hear she already did. Already did. Yeah, I think she's got it. I think it's in her name, or she's moved it over, or she's you know she's nailed that already. Okay, so she's got to watch out for that. All right, if you have a question for Gary Spivey, let me get you on the phone, 651-989-KDWB. You can also email us to ryanshow at kdwb.com, and I'm uh, yeah, Xfinity Inbox. I'm checking some of those. Okay. Uh, up first is, is it Kate or Tara? I've got two names for you up here. Tara. Tara, okay. Tell me what happened with your husband in Las Vegas and what's going on. Um, he went to Vegas about two weeks ago for a bachelor party. And what I was told was that they called the number on the little cards they hand out in Vegas for women to come up to your room. Sure, right. Last How, who told you that? Um, his brother. His brother, okay. So he called the hooker up to the room. Yeah, well, they said it was just a stripper to do a strip tease for the room, but that just sounds unbelievable to me. So I wanted to find out if he knew anything else that may have happened. Or Gary, did you catch husband. all that? So they they handed what they get those cards on the street. They called somebody up to the room. They say it's just a stripper. She's worried that it was a hooker. Right. Um, well, there were several guys in the room, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, I don't think your husband did anything except sort of watch, and but there was, it was pretty interesting with some of the other fellows in the room, and so, but uh, that's what I see. Her husband oh. did not cheat with the stripper slash hooker in Vegas. No, no, he did not. But some of his friends did. <laughs> okay, so. that's that's kind of what I heard. I just wanted to verify my husband wasn't one of them. I'm gonna tell you why I believe no. your husband because that would be super expensive. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about it, but we did hire Extreme Jamie a hooker one time when it was like his 21st birthday. So we took him to Las Vegas. We hired him a hooker. And, um, How much was it? I like $300 or something like that. Oh. Yeah, but it wasn't. A re- she didn't sleep with him. She offered to, but then. But that wasn't part of the fun. What, we're doing it for a bit on the radio. I, don't yeah. for, I forget what it was. But, um, but it would cost a whole lot more to have sex. That's my point. To come up and dance is one thing. Sure. To come up to the room and have sex is a whole lot more. That, that seems Kate, reasonable. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah why not? All right, Gary, hold on. <laughs> Gary, are you worn out or do you want to do more questions? No, let's do more questions. Let's do more questions. All right. <laughs> Talk to Gary Spivey, the world's most gifted psychic. Hi, Kate. Hi. Good morning. So, good morning. So I was supposed to get married a month ago, and my fiance sat me down a week before the wedding and told me that he does not like women anymore. Did so, you see this coming? Did any of your friends or family say, because we, we know several people who it's like, I'm sorry, but your husband is yeah. gay. I mean, we. I'm sorry, but do you not? Did you not see it? I honestly, I didn't. I was 
100% blindsided by the entire thing. And then after I was done, then I sat back and I was like, okay, maybe this kind of makes sense. But anyways, so after mustering up the courage to start dating again, because it is pretty humiliating being yeah. dumped by your fiance for a man, sure. I have been seeing this guy and he got so deathly ill. He's been in the hospital for days and days mm-hmm. now. And I wake up at five in the morning, I go to school, then I leave and then I go to work and then I go sit with him in the hospital till three in the morning. Like, is this what's best for me? Am I doing the right thing? How old are you, Kate? I am 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you basically had one very painful breakup with your engagement, whatever, and now you're seeing another guy and he's very, very ill and you're spending a lot of time at 23 years old at his bedside. Gary, yeah. is this the right thing for her? What do you think she should do? Well, I, I can see where she is, but it looks like she's doing the right thing with the sick guy. Uh, and I think the sick guy is going to get better. So that feels like that will come around and be okay. Um, and so, and I do feel like she did have an inkling the other guy was gay beforehand. Uh, he had a friend he was very, very close to, and it was pretty obvious. And so, um, but but uh, I, I think that the, the sick guy will get better, and it feels like she's doing the right thing. Okay. Okay. Good news. Thank you, Kate. This is Kate. Hi, Kate. Hi. Talk to me about your husband. What's going on? we got to make it kind of quick, so what's up with your husband? No problem. So my husband has cheated on me in the past, and, you know, we've, you know, reconciled and got back together, and then recently he admitted to me that he thinks he might have a sex addiction, and now he's kind of backpedaling, and then he says, well, maybe I should go to treatment. So I'm just wondering if Gary can tell me, okay, does he have a sex addiction? What do you see? Or is he just a dog? How many people do you think that he's cheated on you with? Guessing. Oh, gosh. I would have no idea. I mean, that I know of, maybe three. Maybe three. Be way, way more. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. there's definitely more. Okay. If there's three that you know of, come on. All right, Gary, what do you see? Well, I do see more than three. Uh, but I think that he's a swinger. I mean, sometimes people just have this appetite, and so he feels more like a swinger. And so, you know, and she basically has to, you know, the only out for her is probably uh, to join him because really? I don't think she's, you know, yeah. I don't think she's going to change his mind. So he's going to keep doing what he's doing because he is a swinger, and this is just who he is. So she has a choice of either to join him or leave him or put up with it. That, yeah. Okay. That's it. Kate, what do you wow. think of that? Boy, sounds like I got some tough decisions. Gary, I got to ask you a question. This weirdo thing in Phoenix, you heard about this? People are driving down the highway, the, the, the 10, Interstate 10 in Phoenix. There's a 14-mile stretch, and for the last 11 or 12 days, there's been a sniper that's shot at cars what? and trucks. This is a story. It's a true story. It's coming out of Phoenix, and I have family out in Phoenix, so it concerns me a little bit, but it's a sniper that's shooting at cars and trucks every day for the last 11 or 12 days. Who is this person, and why are they doing this? And no, nobody's getting killed yet, but every day, somebody will, their windshield will have a, bu- a bullet hole in it, or their car will have a bullet hole in it, and something you know, like whatever, seats will have a bullet hole. Why is somebody doing this, Gary, and who is it? Uh, well, it's a person that's possessed with, uh, there's such a thing, Dave, as psycho demons. I'm sure there are. They go totally psycho and they do this. Now, this particular person is also a very good shot. And they are a psycho person with a conscience, if that makes any sense. And so they're, they're actually missing on purpose. They're, they're actually shooting the car, but not killing the person. So they're just but trying they, to terrorize everybody. 
that's what they're doing. And so, but it, this is a person that's mad, uh, basically mad at his job and his economy and money. He's upset with money. Will they find him? I hear, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it, it feels, I hear the word postal, so he may even be a postal worker, but I hear postal. Okay. Kirsten is on the phone. Thanks for waiting so long, Kirsten. Gary Spivey is all yours. What do you want to ask, Kirsten? Well, about 20 years ago, my dad left my mom for another man. And then the last four years, we quit talking, and I haven't heard from him. He hasn't talked to his entire family. So in four, so, it's been four years since you've heard a peep from your dad. Do you know where he is? Um, he lives somewhere in the cities. Okay. So you want to know what did you do to push him away? Yes. And how you can repair the relationship. Gary, what did she do to push your dad away? Did you want to talk to him anymore? Well, I think it had to do with everybody at one time. Um, he basically, from the, her mother, felt like he was always the bad guy. Like he got blamed for everything. And uh, whether it was his fault or not, I'm not sure. But, but after a while, everybody just blamed somebody. They kind of played the blame game. And so he got tired of being the bad guy with uh, everyone. And so he just disassociated from everybody. And it's like, I, you know, I want to go hang out over here where I'm the good guy. So he he just feels like that. Uh, It it is possible to fix the relationship. I think you could look him up. I think you can find him. And if you go through that effort and just say, hey, let's have a relationship, I think he will probably come around and be a nice guy. So uh, that's what I see. Probably worth doing. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Amanda is up next. Hi, Amanda. Hi. You're on uh, KWB with Gary Spivey. Anything you want. Go ahead. Well, I'm trying to figure out what is wrong with me and why I'm always sabotaging my relationships. Um, I've been with the same guy for four years, but we've known each other since elementary school. It's not just this relationship, it's every relationship. What do you mean, what do you mean sabotage? What does that mean? I find stupid reasons to push him away. So like what, for example? Just little things that he does around the house or doesn't do or... So if he forgets to take out the trash or he doesn't load the dishwasher, you get mad, you pick a fight, and you push him away. That type of thing? Exactly. Okay. And you see yourself doing this, and you're going, why am I doing this? I got mad at him because he left toothpaste in the sink, or I got mad because he forgot to pay the electric bill, and so you pick a fight. Yes. Okay. And I'll realize it was stupid, but five minutes later, I'll do it again. All right. So, what, Gary, why is she doing this? It ruins your relationships. It, it pushes people away. Well, she's got two or three things going. I can fix it. When I look at her, she's becoming her mother. Um, not the good part, but the bad. And uh, I'm clearing that off of her, and she'll feel really warm right now, and so she will stop becoming her mother. And then the other thing is she's a drama queen. On the scale of 1 to 10, her drama is a 273. That's pretty high. Pretty high. Yeah, pretty and high. Any, anything above an 11 is victim status drama. So she's playing the victim in her movie. So she runs around, and he could not take out the garbage, and she's been victimized. And so uh, and so she runs around, and she pushes everyone away because she, if anybody's in her movie at all, they're the victimizer. So she puts them in that role. So she's got to quit being the victim. And so you're not a victim. Quit being one. You know, that's a lousy role to play in a movie, right? So what can she do? What can she do to help herself? Well, I, I just, as we were talking, Dave, I brought her, I can actually get rid of drama. I project lots of light at it until, this, when I look now, um, if you notice, see how you feel warm in your in your uh, stomach? Your, your belly got a little warm and your hands are light and your, your head and your face is a little warm. Feel that? Yes, I do. Okay. And now your sinus is opened and you got really warm and light all over. Feel that? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, now if you think of your husband, you'll actually love him and not think he's the victimizer. Um, but you got to, and then you got to break your habit. You have a dumb habit where you're playing the victim. Stop it. And that's just drama. Drop your drama. If you drop your drama, you'll be 100% fine. That's I guess drama causes a lot of problems. Yeah. Drama, drama, drama. Right. Call Gary for either a reading over the phone or a private reading when Gary comes into town next week. He spends a week here every time he comes into town. Uh, 1-800-827-GARY. That's 1-800-827-GARY. Or go online, GarySpivey.com. That's S-P-I-V-E-Y.com. Gary, thanks for being on. We'll see you next week, all right? Great. All right, take care, Gary. Thanks. The world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey, is here. 1-800-827-GARY. 1-800-827-GARY. Good morning, buddy. Hey, good morning. How's everything? Uh, Downtown. Great. It's good. (laughs) Deanna, how old's your daughter? She's 17. Oh, wow. Because usually usually when we get these, it's like they're four. You know what I mean? Or they're they're six. Oh, okay. No, when she was before, she was like 14. She was a model child. Oh, and she's not a model child now? Well, except for... You know, the lying and disrespecting our wishes when it comes to a certain boy that is in her life that we want in her life. And he's just bad for her and she doesn't see it. She has him built up on this pedestal and he can do no wrong. And she's saying that, you know, if I don't talk to him, I feel like I'm going to hurt myself and stuff like this. And it's just like, okay, don't do that. Don't pull that card. And even and even to the point where uh, did you tell Davy that she's her, that she's been yeah, hearing I got bad her into therapy, right? And but that, she's but been, yeah. This this part's important. You're you're also saying that she hears bad voices. Yeah, and she said that for a few years, and I'm just like, okay, that's your conscience that's you know trying to tell you to do wrong things, and you need to let your moral compass tell you what's right to do. And she pull out of it for a little while, and. Now she's like, I just want to hurt myself. And I'm, I'm like, okay, we can't go there. Gary, what do you see? Well, you know, I'm seeing something that is very, very common in the last month. Uh, I mean, so common, it's really crazy how many phone calls I've been getting and, and people I've been reading uh, in private readings and things where, where they, they're hearing voices. And, and so I, I did the, my uh, podcast, my weekly podcast I do, I did it on voices. And I, and I, you know, I had people that were on the show with just talking about what you're calling in randomly about. And uh, right. these voices, it will tell people, you know, kill your family, you know, murder your coworker, uh, right. you kill your baby sister. I mean, all, all these things. And so, and they and they say, I heard voices, and I just felt compelled to do these crazy things. Well, so this is probably the biggest kind of demonic uh, epidemic I've ever seen. Uh, and people are really hearing voices. Thank God, most people kind of don't go with what they hear. Right. But, uh, when I look at her, uh, if I if I get rid of the demons around her, she has uh, four cutting demons. I, I just got rid of those. Has she cut herself? Cut her arms or anything? Not that I know of. Okay. Does she write on her hands, her arms, the walls, any of that? Yeah. Okay. Her hands. Yeah, that's a And I tried to tell her that that's, because I've listened before when you say that that's like a precursor to the cutting demon. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just cleared all those around her. She also has what I call psycho demons. Uh, These are rage and psycho demons, and this is where the voices are coming from. And so I just got rid of that that particular demon. She had actually two of them, and I got rid of those two. And if you notice, your head feels warm, your face is warm. 
You felt your hands feel light. And so don't go into the drama of it. You know, treat it serious. But, you you, you know, don't go into the drama of her drama. Because then you got two right. drama. Then you got two drama queens losing their minds. Feeding so, off of themselves. Yeah. yeah. And so you got to be careful of that because that's what you do. And so right. don't go into the drama of it. But uh, I cleared all the demons around her. Uh, but she should take it very serious and quit playing games. And so she is a game. How player. do we get her away to see that this guy is no good for her? Yeah. Well, that's all good and nice and bad at the same time. And no matter what it is, it, it's uh, uh, don't focus on that that particular problem. Focus on her well-being and I know you think one I think you think one is the same uh, this guy will pass you know he'll oh, go God, away I hope so no he will I see him with another <laughs> yeah, girl how old He's is in- she um, they're both 17 he lives in North Dakota they were friends in middle school what I know it's so freaking stupid um, right? honestly yeah but honestly he lives in North Dakota. That's the best part of the story I've heard so far. Yeah, she ain't getting pregnant. When they first when they first started talking, I was like, okay, cool, fifteen hundred miles away, sweet, no pregnancy scares. Yep. And then the sexting and video sexting starts, and it's like, um, no. Mm-hmm. I hear and, I hear what you're saying, but you're going into the drama of it. I'm not saying it's right. No. But you got to drop your drama, and then you'll be able right. to solve your solve your problem. Frankly, he's going to uh, get another girl pregnant, which is the good news. Oh, sweet! Yeah, right. <laughs> you know why though? It's like not a good thing, but yeah. I, it's, no, it's no, good for your daughter. That's a great thing. You know why though? There's nothing else to do in North Dakota. Yeah, I know. He already cheated on her once with a a 16 year old girl who has a two year old kid. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, it'll work him. itself and out. Yeah, I see him getting a few. I see him getting a few girls pregnant and guys. So there you are. Oh, so, <laughs> there we go. There, there her we are. Therapist will help her. Um, she'll bounce the therapist around like a basketball. Yeah. But she uh, has I, yeah, she has. Yeah, she has. But yeah, it can't hurt. Why not? I got rid of the right. demons. That's going to help. Okay, get rid of Thank your drama. You so it'll much, work guys. out. Okay. Thank All right, you. we'll see you. Yeah, the the therapy thing. You kind of got to want to be helped. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of got to want to be be down. You got to be on the same page. A therapist is a great thing for, I mean, especially a young girl to have. I had one and it gets rid of, uh, you just need to talk to somebody about things. Yeah, but you were down. Yeah. You were were down and that that was a good thing. It's kind of like Gary. Honestly, it's like Gary. If you walk in and you go, this is all crap. Man, I don't believe a thing he's going to say. Well, it's probably not going to work out well for you. No. You know, but if you go, but if you go, okay, I'm interested. I'm listening. And I need some help. Please help me. Yes. The person has to want to be helped, uh, and if they don't think anything's wrong with them, well, they don't need any help now, do they? And so that's that's what it is. But uh, uh, and she's a manipulator, so she'll you know if you lie to your therapist, how can the therapist help you? Right. You know? So you got to tell your therapist the truth, and then therapists can really help a lot. But you know that's important. Kathy lost her dad back in July, mm. and did not get the opportunity to say goodbye. We will help her with that. In uh, in just a couple of seconds. So, Michelle, what's the deal? Where's your kid going to school? Uh, he's up in uh, Northern California. He's uh, at a community college. Which one? Playing, um, American River in Sacramento. Oh, right. I know where that yeah, is. Yeah, Spence knows that. I know that. They, they, yeah. churn, they, uh, they churn out some guys that go on to play D1 yeah, ball, don't that's they? That's true. It's true. Uh, that- yes, yes, they have. So, yeah. And that's <laughs> the, and that well, but that's the whole reason he's there. Right, yeah. So he went to school here, had amazing GPA, really could have gone anywhere, but his dream was football. So he went to a community college to continue to play. And as a mom, it's hard to do that. But, you know, he's he's a good kid. He's getting great grades. And as long as he's continued to go to school, I support him 100%. The problem is if he keeps on getting injured. So he was going to start out this year 
and he dislocated his shoulder, so now he's going to have surgery, so he's out again this year. So, so, what, so what's, your, yeah, what's your question? So my question is, like, just about his direction. I, as a bond, is trying to give him the best possible advice, but I'm kind of at a standstill because this is his dream, and I just don't know what to to say to him anymore. I don't know if that's even really a question. I just need some direction. Okay. Well, here's what I see. I think he's going to go through his injury. I think he's going to heal up wonderfully, and um, I feel like next year's a charm, so it feels great. I would just right. support him, support him, love him like you do, of course, and yes. uh, and it looks really good because he's very good at what he does. And so, very, um, very good. Yeah, and so yes. I do see him being lucky, even though he's had a little bad luck with the injuries. Um, and uh, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna win. I think he's got some really great opportunities that are big opportunities that are coming his way within the next two years. So there we are. Wow. Now, you know, and that's the thing is he's the only interplayer they asked for him to assistant coach. I mean, he's 19, so he's really young still. It's just it's so hard as a parent who likes to fix everything, you know, to to see him try so hard, and every time it seems he's being knocked down. Yeah, well, he's only say, oh, that's so wonderful. No, Thank you. Re- yeah, just allow. That's all you got to do. I'm not, a, I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not a psychic, but I would say to avoid the injuries, I would avoid collisions. <laughs> With other people, I, I would actually, I would actually wear the pads. Yeah, I would wear the pads that they offer. The you. helmet is mandatory, yes. right? Yes, and that's the thing is, is he? It's been a couple years of injury, so and every time it's like, oh, it'll, it'll get better, it get better, and you know, yeah. uh, hurt so, again. What position does he play? Uh, middle linebacker. Yeah, it's a tough spot. Yeah. There's a lot of hitting. A lot of hitting. A lot of hitting. Huh. There was a time where football was fun, but having two boys at play, it's uh, it's very emotional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nightmare for a mom. That's tough for a yeah. mom. Yeah. Well, awesome. It just makes me feel really good. Yeah, it really do does. Good. He'll do great. Awesome. That's the plan. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> you too. All right. We'll see you. We lost, uh, we lost the other caller. Oh, the one who oh, wanted to say no. goodbye to her dad. But, Gary, here's the thing. Here's what I know. Gary, can we do this without her? Yes. David, do you remember her name? I don't remember her name. Do you remember her name? I do. I, I'm looking it up right now. I said it, it a second ago. Deanna. Okay. What Deanna that we know? No, I'm sorry. Kathy. Kathy. Oh, okay. Kathy lost her dad. <laughs> yeah. it's very, they sound very similar. No. Sorry. I was looking at my screen wrong. <laughs> well, here's what I see. I see your dad on the other side, and he's actually very happy. Many times I see this vision with people on the other side, whatever that was wrong with them here, and when they get to the other side, and if they had lost a foot or leg, or if their legs didn't work right, or they couldn't walk at the end, and they get over there, and all of a sudden they got brand new legs, they're happy, and so he's just saying he's dancing around, he's got brand new legs, he feels wonderful, and he just points his finger at her and tells her to behave herself, and so anyway, uh, he's good, he's really good, he's in heaven. We go through this all the time. Where people go, I didn't get the chance to tell them, or I didn't get the chance to say that. You have that chance all the time. Yeah. Just always the, do. You can always, but well, I guess what I, I was leading you in to say, because you can, you can talk to them and they hear you. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I can hear them back, and so. Uh, but I, as I see on the other side, our loved ones can hear us no matter who you are. They can hear you, and uh, and so uh, not always do, does everyone have the ability, uh, psychic ability or medium ability to hear them back. Uh, sometimes they do these days, but but everybody can really tell their loved ones on the other side, "I love you. I didn't tell you enough how much I loved you, and how much I love you now, and how much I appreciated you." And if you say that. They absolutely hear you in heaven. Easy to do. Just tell them. Awesome.
Um, call 1-800-827-GARY. He'll take your call anytime for a private reading, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Great. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number's 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.